0: With me, Willie Cotton. And me, Sophie Milner. Sorry, I wasn't
1: paying attention and forgot my cue. Nothing <laughs> either. We also have a special guest today. We've got Lucy Moon in with us. Hello. A, uh, an influencer. <laughs> an influencer. <laughs> Another
2: one. <laughs>
0: Lucy Moon, the influencer. An influencer.
2: <laughs> we just
1: had this whole conversation
2: about how I was like, I'm not going to introduce myself as an influencer. Oh, <laughs> my There we go. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to introduce myself as an influencer. It's all fine, but. Need to
0: take my so off Lucy What would you say that it is that you do Oh sorry I've just got out a screwdriver to tighten the mic <laughs> Good, yeah, job. Good job Good job Um,
2: I think I'm like uh, I guess primarily a YouTuber And a podcast co-host And I blog now and generally do lots of fun stuff on the internet. I'm like an online creator, basically.
1: So you started with YouTube. You didn't start with blogging. I feel like that's quite rare. Most people start with blogging and then evolve into YouTube and then evolved into Instagram. So I think YouTube yeah. came first, right? Well, I wasn't making any... <laughs> <What> came <laughs> first? A chicken and egg? <laughs> Who knows?
2: I wasn't <laughs> making any fashion or beauty-related content for like, until like two years ago.
0: Yeah. It yeah, was like okay. really,
2: it's really new to me. So all of my community and all of the things I watched when I was growing up, Was all on YouTube, Mm. and so like I subscribed to you know Sammy Beauty Crush. Yeah. I subscribed to her when I was fourteen, and I've kept watching (laughs) her. No way. So it's like a really I don't know for me it just I started it as a hobby when I was fourteen, yeah, and then it properly like became a job as soon as I graduated.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. Why did like you know why did you start? What made you think I want to put videos of myself on the internet?
2: I was watching lots of other vloggers. Like, um, do you remember Charlie is so cool? Like. No. no. Oh okay. God. <laughs> um, he was like the first big UK vlogger. What happened to him? Um, he now lives in Toronto with his girlfriend. Oh, and makes short films. Oh, that's, that's so nice. nice. I know he's got a lovely life, um, and he's so he's so sweet. But he, I, like, he wasn't expecting when he started for it to have a fame element to it. Yeah. So it was a real
1: surprise. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. So I've still got this really really annoying cough, and it's so tickly. It's got to that like dry point where. I just can't stop coughing. Anyway, oh. a, enough about that. I mean, I've got Pepsi Max. Pepsi Max sponsored me.
0: <laughs> I'm
1: waiting for it to happen. Honestly, I drink way too many every day. Um. Anyway, the first time I came across you was, I don't know, maybe like, I think three years ago. Mm. And I was having a... Wow.
2: That's three or four years so ago. so impressively long. <laughs> Is it? Yeah. No, I think, I feel like most people in the like, fashion beauty lifestyle section of youtube yeah. i have no idea who i was until this year
0: so that's i don't impressive. know
1: how i ended up watching the video that you did about alcohol but i did and it was literally the first youtube video i'd ever watched from anyone ever no way i'm so proud to have that honor thank you yes. <laughs> because i was having a really really tough time with alcohol and i, I literally I don't know how i got there but somehow i ended up watching, when did you make that video? What was it?
0: It was about
1: two years ago. So it wasn't three years
0: ago then? No, that's it was an about absolute two, lie. I think very I found it. around Timing. two years ago and I think I might have seen the alcohol, I remember the alcohol video, I don't know if it's that what got me onto your channel, but or it, it was like a a get ready with me kind of thing or something, but it was a really conversational one, I liked it, and it was just oh. like, it was the actual real element of getting ready with somebody, but like, mm. and mm. then I saw the alcohol video.
1: Yeah, which oh, I thought was really important because so I would never seen anything like it yeah yeah i had never had anyone who was around obviously you're a bit younger than me but which i think makes it even more poignant because i was like oh i'm old and i still feel like this is older and i still feel like this is happening to me and you were kind of like i might be an alcoholic because i've done all these things to push all these people away and i like was going through exactly the same thing i thought it was just it was such an important video because it really made me feel like i wasn't alone i'm so glad because
2: so after that I made that video in a really, really low place. My boyfriend had broken Mm, up with me like mm. five days beforehand and all to do with alcohol. So I was really low then. I made this video. I honestly would never recommend (laughs) making a video about your emotional state when you're in the emotional state.
1: But also, that's so rare to do that. And I think it's like, it's quite important to do it sometimes. This is the thing,
2: like, I realized in hindsight, like, I'd given so much of myself away in that video. But the number of people I helped was Mm -hmm. what made me leave it up. So like... Every time I hear that it's helped someone, I'm like, great, that's good. Like, it takes, I don't know, it takes the like vulnerability element for me away a bit more.
1: Yeah, because I guess making something like that must have been, maybe because you were in it at the time, you wouldn't have felt so vulnerable putting it up, but I guess. Two years on, you're in a totally different place, right? So it must feel quite weird looking back at it.
2: Yeah, I never go back at it. I don't even check the views or anything. Yeah, Yeah. I know it's my most viewed... No, it's not my most viewed. Second most viewed video. Okay. My most viewed video is about my sister having ADHD. Which I'm pretty sure got bothered. Wow. But (laughs) other than that, it's the one that has, like, loads of momentum behind it. Yeah. And I'm quite aware, like, people see it as you guys did, kind of, before they'd know anything else of my channel. Yeah.
0: Yeah. How do you feel about, like, obviously... On the internet, we share a lot, and I think this is kind of where we're in this oversharing culture at the minute. Well, that steers that way. Yeah. Like, what do you think about that? Because do you think that everyone's just trying to splash their emotions on the internet a little bit, or are we in this weird culture of it right now?
2: Um, I was the absolute queen of this, and unfortunately, like, my little corner of YouTube was pre me kind of transitioning over to more lifestyle based content. Mm -hmm. My whole career was based on making videos about how I felt. Yeah. Yeah. And so. The alcohol video fit very succinctly into this oversharing mm-hmm. thing. And I really realised, I think it was about, like, April the following year, I, which was last year, 2017. Mm-hmm. I, I was like, fuck. Can I swear on this podcast? Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so yes. I was like, fuck, I have... I am giving so much of myself away to the internet and then... In return, I'm making myself very vulnerable and letting in mm-hmm. so many people to make assumptions. Yeah, and I have some friends who've seen the really hard side of that, like, and a lot of people I know who do YouTube and in, in that kind of a capacity, or do like the internet in that kind of a capacity, or in therapy. Like, it's a very exhausting, definitely, thing to get into.
1: Did you have a lot of backlash from? Well, I don't want to stay on the video for too long, but did you get a lot, of, like, a lot of backlash from it?
2: Um, I didn't get any backlash from the alcohol video, really. Yeah. I get backlash on everything else, ironically. Um, <laughs> really? I have a very, very loud, proud comment section. Um, and whilst the majority of my audience are incredible, a lot of them are very, very critical, like, high yeah. critical.
0: Yeah.
2: I'm sure pretty much every woman on YouTube experiences something
0: similar. Yeah. It's really, really difficult. I think that's one thing. I mean, I only do my YouTube as a secondary thing. Like, well, realistically, it comes third in line to everything that I do. But it is just like small little fashion videos and things like that. But I, I, find, I find the comments like hard when people say things that are really harsh. Yeah. And I can't, I think when, when, that's what stops me from doing other more lifestyle things. So I'm like, I can have people comment on my fashion or my makeup because it's all about personal taste. But if I'm putting myself on the internet a bit more openly, I feel like I take the criticism way more personally. So yeah. like, how do you deal with that?
1: Um,
2: I have like coping mechanisms now, mm. like really good okay. yeah.
1: ones. So you've done, you've just finished your f- first stint. Of- yeah. <laughs> I'm calling it that because yeah. you called yeah, it. No. Yeah, no, I feel <laughs> like, like I'll be back. I don't know, we'll see. I saw you that day. Yeah, that so uh, Lucy and I were at uh, Penhaligon's event and she was like, oh yeah, I'm just off to my final therapy session, which again was a new thing for me because I didn't realise that that was a thing that you just stopped going to <laughs> I just kind of reached
2: a real natural end point with this I I don't want to say like the end of therapy but like this particular bit because I started the same week I made the alcohol video Mm -hmm. so it's been like a year and a half a really nice period of my life where I've developed lots and my therapist is amazing and yeah but now I live like an hour and 20 minutes from her it just doesn't make sense to keep going yeah no, of
1: course it's a and, really yeah it's a long yeah.
2: way yeah. and i kind of saw it coming they would like kind of close up and how
1: like amazing that there was that progression where you feel like you no longer need to go and yeah. i guess if yeah. you did need to dip back into it then you would and stuff or yeah totally like yeah. I,
2: i'm very aware that it's like very fluid but right now i'm pretty good mm,
0: that's really good i think that's so important yeah no totally but um what you saying about um Dealing with, the, dealing with the... Um, oh, oh, yeah, yeah like,
2: totally. I have my sister read through all my comments before I open them now. I do. Yeah, it was really... Because it was really bad for a while. Like, I'd wake up and have... Like, and look in my inbox, in my, like, normal inbox, my work inbox, and have emails, like, either committing... Like, kind of giving me loads of information about someone's like, the alcohol problem. Yeah. Or they'd be really, really nasty. And, like... Th- like, I don't know. That kind of access to me, I find really difficult. So yeah. I was like, right... Comment is kind of the worst bit of it, that's my space, I get to curate that. Mm. My sister was already reading my comments anyway, so I was like, could you read them and just log in as me? Get rid of any that are like, I shouldn't see. But if there's an overall sentiment of, oh, you've done something a bit wrong, let me know. So I'll address it. Okay, yeah. yeah sure. I think so that's,
0: yeah, I think that's, that's a really so, good
1: way of doing it. Yeah. That's a really yeah. great way of being able to cope with it. I didn't realize that it's
2: that bad. <laughs> I just had to, cause like for me, it's, I'm quite a sensitive soul. Like, I think yeah, it isn't everyone though, especially yeah.
1: if you're divulging all this really personal stuff and you're
0: trying to help other people and you get, you know, mm. A load of shit thrown back at you. Yeah, it's not people fair, have it. like, zero, like they are like having less and less of a filter with the comments online. Yeah,
2: exactly. It's really interesting. The anonymity is really increasing for people, which mm. you wouldn't expect. Now we put our full names to our mm. social profiles, mm. and yeah. now we all have avatars. Yeah, avatars, profile yeah. pics. Yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, now everyone's is more personal. But yet people like, and the same people will comment at me again and again, and like I'm really lucky because some people like. Uh, Lydia Millen has yeah. a horrible oh my experience. God. Um, Susie, Hello October, like all of those guys get it 10 times worse than I do. I just don't know how they do I it. I feel
0: it's so horrible as well because it's not like people are going out there and doing like a, a video being like, yeah, I love Donald Trump because of this and la la and being like saying anything mm. massively offensive or I know like obviously some YouTubers have made sip ups or and done things wrong before, but like. A lot of it is just fashion and lifestyle content. Mm-hmm. I feel, the, the feel like that <coughs> people need to make these comments on other people's lives and be so horrible about it. It's just, I don't know. I'm not sure if it's just because like social media is just obviously becoming so like all encompassing, all such a massive thing. And it's making yeah. people obviously so insecure in their own lives. They're acting out and like flashing mm. out people who are within the industry. And it's like this awful cycle and it's just constantly feeding itself. It's. A really freaky thing to think about yes, it would be interesting really. to see like what measures are made going forward i yeah.
1: don't think there will be many right it does, it's so hard to police it that's YouTube the issue is
2: very um youtube the company are really on it with trying to come up with testing new ways to control mm. comment sections and so yeah. is instagram actually they both have they both do um certain things. I'm not quite sure what, but they're in direct contact with lots of people who have it really bad. Yeah. And then, and are trying to like, get feedback from them so they can build tools to help. Yeah. They're very aware it's a big problem. Mm. And especially even with like, celebrity culture. Yeah. The difference is, we have to go on and see that stuff. It's not like, on the Daily Mail where we can just blank it. Yeah. Or like, mute words. It's like,
1: it's yeah. at us that's <laughs> yeah. the thing though now isn't it on Instagram you can mute comments which have mm. certain words in so they filter those comments out which I think is quite good yeah. although that means you have to second guess what people yeah it's yeah, <laughs> <That's> horrible about <yeah. laughs> you I
0: know it's re- and I find that really hard because I think when I have got like quite mean comments on Instagram and it doesn't happen very often it's always about really Ra- like random things and really pointless. Like one man said that I was really shameful and flawed. I would never think to be like bad, <laughs> shameful and flawed, yeah, no, ever.
2: Totally. <laughs> I found the word feminism, if someone types feminism into a comment section on my channel that goes to review. Because yeah. I, I got a couple of videos picked up about two years ago by MRA guys. And like they, of course straight white men are the loudest commenters, but my God, mm. <laughs> you've never experienced that kind of interaction on your content. It was like swarms of people. And so I just blocked the word feminism because pretty much anyone who uses the word in a comment is going to say something negative. Yeah. Yeah. It's It's really interesting. Because if you're a feminist, you generally don't shout about it.
0: Well you don't you really I don't wouldn't use yeah, the word yeah. feminist. Yes, yeah. Exactly. Like, like,
2: like you're not like
1: Like how would you say and, yeah. yeah, how yeah. would you
0: put it into a comment uh, in a positive mm. way? Because if you're already a feminist, it's already such a big part of your life and the way that you just see things, you wouldn't need you don't need to comment on it. Yeah. No, I'm so like something <laughs> you openly <say>. like, <laughs> yeah. You, like you are such a great feminist. Like love your
1: feminist, <laughs> Love your feminism. <laughs> exactly. And, like, like
0: I can go in how and how improve do the stuff. Feminists?
2: So like yeah, yeah, if someone does leave a really nice comment with the word feminism in on Well, my sister will be like, yeah, (laughs) you go. (laughs)
1: Yeah. So, what are you, obviously, now that you've like moved on from those, those, that part of your life, I think is the way to put it, maybe. What are you focusing on now, content wise? Content wise, this is really interesting for me because I've, this whole like
2: year has been me pivoting my content Mm. towards beauty, fashion. Lifestyle, stuff that's about stuff and me, yeah, not yeah. just about me. Yeah. <laughs> Which sounds really weird, but I think you both know why I mean. No, yeah, no, <laughs> um, definitely. And it's I had a really mixed reaction, I think. And so just trying to make stuff that's still informal, still chatty, still the kind of stuff that I really enjoy watching and enjoy mm. making, but also with a actively showing my interests off and yeah. like talking more about music and talking yeah. more about stuff I'm enjoying. Yeah, I think I think that's the main thing.
1: And you've started the Sunday Sleepover, or Sunday Socials, Sunday. Sunday Social. I've Sunday got two series now.
2: Okay. Sleepover Club, where I just talk about. Okay,
1: so there are two different things. Because yeah, like, I was watching <laughs> your Sleepover one on the way here, and I was like, and then you said Sunday Socials, like, oh no, fuck, have I got it wrong? <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, totally fine. Like, okay. Sunday Social is going to become a real podcast, which okay. is like I interview people in the music industry, basically.
0: Oh, fun. But,
2: um, mainly it's meant to be interviewing like young people in social media entertainment music all the good industries arts um and hopefully that will lead into some panel things as well I've got like plans I'm like I'm hoping it's gonna happen and then the sleepover club's just a series on my channel which is an informal way of keeping myself actually talking about issues because now a lot of the companies that come to me and want to work with me do you find that people kind of look at what you were making like half a year to a year ago and work from that for what you're making now with branded stuff?
1: I think mine's quite different because I've stepped away from blogging altogether. It's just not something that I feel like I want to do anymore. Everything I have to say, I say here. Yeah. So, and then I don't really have anything else to say because I want (laughs) to focus on DJing and stuff. So it's a bit... Yeah. Yeah, it's different. So not really. I feel like, if anything, I've lost work because of it, because the lifestyle was such a big part of what I did. Yeah. And now I don't really do it anymore.
0: I think for me, a lot of my... Because obviously was like my main sole put, put like form of income comes from like instagram ads and creating content for that but i feel like uh, for me i still just get brands come to me with a standard like brief being like hey we want a flat lay of this like not, not, not always <laughs> the amount of times i get asked for flat
1: lays and i'm like i'm like 0.5 yeah, right. like like, engagement you do that yeah it, it's just like i'll
0: put it as a second post in a carousel but i won't mm. make it the first one and it's fine to be able to push back and do things like that, but I do feel like I'm getting, I do sometimes get more like tailored stuff towards me, but it's definitely, because obviously mine shut up the part, like since the beginning of the year, it's all mostly kind of based on probably like since, since then. So yeah. maybe it's like six months. Ago.
2: I find that all of my stuff is kind of, it's really good because it means I've laid foundations. Yeah, And it definitely. means if I lay foundations now, in six months time, the work I get will reflect it. And yeah. I'm doing lots of stuff with like
0: always,
2: potentially talking
0: to like condom brands oh I love I love condom brands. Brands. I've seen some really bad ads yeah condom brands and I've seen some really good ones and I just yeah. think it's it's something I think it's a message which is very very important yeah to, and a definitely. good way of promoting because you're all, yeah.
1: I got asked to do always and I turned it down so I didn't think for mm. me it's not right and then I saw you do it and I was like you did it so well
2: mm-hmm. oh thank you
1: I think it needed it's an
2: interesting one because all of, I needed a way of fitting all of that kind of content into my channel Mm -hmm. in a way that made sense, which is why I started a new series because then I was just making like a beauty video and making my face look nice and tanning my legs. And then it's like, and let's talk about periods and sex. Yeah. (laughs) So yeah, finding ways of, of still keeping it integrated without it, And still now I'm like, don't make it too personal. Don't make it too personal.
0: Yeah. So it's yeah you have to keep some
1: stuff back for yourself. Definitely. Absolutely.
0: I think that's one thing that my mum like. She's. I think our parents' generation are obviously a lot more reserved. So for them, Mm. social media and this whole like oversharing thing, they they still find it relatively bizarre to a degree. Um, my mum. Whenever I write quite personal blog posts, my mum was like, make sure you keep. Stuff back for yourself, and she'll like always keep reminding me. Don't feel pressure to tell people things because yeah. you feel that your followers are putting on pressure about things. Like you, you can keep stuff private, and and they can't
1: think, keep being stuff that you keep sharing. Surely, like we're gonna have
0: stuff to that, share. Believe
1: me, that's what I thought. Like
0: <laughs> I
2: love because I naturally love sharing with like my friends. Mm-hmm. have like, a yeah. problem, yeah. I ask everyone I know. Yeah, I'm so like, I don't need yeah, to ask uh, one
1: person; I ask like ten.
2: Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And I love, I love the intimacy of making. Yourself vulnerable to people so that they, yes. that they they can empathise with you and you can empathise with them. I think it's a wonderful way to build relationships. Well,
0: absolutely, and I think that's the thing. Obviously, in the last podcast, we talked about abortion, and mm. that we were so scared about doing that. And I was mm. also one of the reasons why I was so concerned was I was like, I don't want my mum to listen and judge me, even though she knew about it, and she was there for me at the time. But like, I actually sent my um
1: my mum my boyfriend because he was away, and oh, I think that was it. She was being like we have this podcast about abortion coming out tomorrow and I don't want it to come as a shock even though they both know about it happening but at the same time You just have to respect their feelings of you mm. putting something about yourself yeah. in the public and the fact that other totally. people are going to judge you for it. Yeah. And yeah. then See, m- might judge
0: them. You yeah. Know? See, I, I didn't even tell my mum because I was too scared. Like, I was too scared of her being like, giving me the whole, don't feel like you need to tell everyone everything about your life lecture, <laughs> which she gives me like every week. And so. Have you guys but, yeah. seen
2: the Anna O'Kana video about her abortion? No. It's incredible. It's no. a short film. I'll send it to both of you, but okay. watch it when you're <laughs> sat down okay. and on oh your own. <laughs> but it's like the most beautiful, emotive way I've ever seen it discussed online. And like, I think,
1: yeah. Damn, we should have watched
2: it before. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's, oh my God, it's honestly, it's wonderful. But yeah, very like emotional because Mm -hmm. she portrays it so well. But yeah, no, it's really great that you're able to give, to give those bits of yourself, especially in the past tense and be like, oh, this was a thing that happened to me. Like Mm -hmm. I could talk about therapy like, oh, this is a thing I've done now. And the alcohol stuff I talk about a little more online now.
0: Yeah, like I never,
2: I make a deal with myself that I never celebrate alcohol online. Yeah, yeah. I don't post a photo of like my glass of wine at the end of a day being like, thank God I've got this glass of wine. Like, yeah, because I used to do that all the time. Yeah, it used to be an ongoing joke with my audience that I was hungover, like just always. Which (laughs) I
1: I (laughs) know. I think every bloody podcast, oh, I'm really hungover today.
2: Yeah, oh no, (laughs) that's fine. But I realised there was no space online for me to be just. sober
1: sober. yeah when it becomes an identity thing where it's
0: like this is is me I am hungover I think that's a difference
1: isn't it when it does become part of your identity and then yeah it's definitely something I used to play on a lot more and now it's just something that happens to happen but it's not
0: yeah I wouldn't say yeah Yeah. and you've got to read like your audience's cues and signals I think I once did an Instagram story being like oh my god I'm so hungover and I think I had pizza and like I had two people DM me be like ugh I'm following you and I'm like really? yeah I was like I was like, what, I'm hungover, I'm having pizza, Need like, me be, like, as
2: if you've never been hungover and had pizza before, like, people have really weird standards for what they think a normal life is, oh, I'm always definitely. really surprised how blind people, people can really look at their lives with blinkers on and be like, I'd never do that, it's like, well, everyone does that,
1: yeah, I always like, feel if human. I put, like, I'm doing too much stuff on my Instagram story, my engagement drops, it's almost like I'm not allowed to be having fun, <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's so funny I man. don't know at the
1: weekend I had such a good time and I never really shared that much stuff with me and my friends who aren't on the internet on my story because I just don't necessarily see the point in it bar the fact that I like to share it because that's what you would do if you had like a normal Instagram profile yeah. you would just share whatever yeah and I don't know my engagement has bombed six,
0: since the weekend, so. <laughs> is it like, like no but, like, isn't, like, likes on your photos? Yeah. Oh, mine's been terrible, like, yeah. awful, awful. I think they've changed the algorithm, though, yeah, this week. I think, again? <laughs> I got <laughs> an
2: email through about it. Yeah. yeah, you just, I've written a blog post recently that I'm too scared to publish because it's about influencer stuff and everyone always tells me off when I write about it because they're like, really? we don't want to hear about your job again, like, try. Basically, people don't really believe it's a job, which is, like, whatever.
1: Should we know it's a job? Yeah, Yeah. this this is is so so, yeah. But one of yeah,
2: one of the big things I was just like, don't commit to one platform at all because mm -hmm. this happens on YouTube, this happens on Instagram, this will happen on Twitter, this will happen everywhere.
0: Absolutely, and I feel that is the thing for me. I spent so long focusing a lot of time and energy into Instagram because it was the platform for me which was growing the most, and now it's slowed down. And the engagement slowed down. It's like, I'm I'm there panicking, being like... <laughs> but actually, I spoke to my life coach, and she was like, you love writing, it's your thing, you need mm-hmm. to spend longer doing that. And I I did, and I... Instantly, the first week, I spent longer, I felt a million times better, because I was like, this is what is, like, like I love the most. Yeah. And I, I I haven't done it this week, and I feel shit for it. I feel really crap, I'm stressing more about, Just like...
1: sit down and write. I know, I know, it's but I have an
0: activity thing as well, isn't it? Like... you've got skills and the skills are what make
2: you employable. It's not how many numbers you have. Exactly. It's what you're good at. Yeah, definitely. That's that's why your focus is really interesting. I remember, Mm -hmm. Millie, you said to me one time, like, oh, I don't do affiliate links just because, like, it's not really, like, my job is not that. i
1: I don't feel like my job is to sell clothes it's like vaguely to sort of look nice with whatever i'm doing but i don't feel like yeah i've never been someone who is like i'm gonna try and sell my clothes or sell what i'm wearing i don't know it just hasn't been something i've because it's for me that's the most time-consuming thing i do do at the moment how do you do it (laughs) but also then i hear about how much money people earn through affiliate links and i'm like
2: If you have that audience, (laughs) believe me, my audience with affiliate links have had a shock. They're like, why on it? They all click it and they're all like, I don't want to buy this. (laughs) I get you, I get you. Can I
0: just digress on the, well, not digress, I'm going to, from what we were talking about, we're talking about affiliate links for a second. There's been a lot of, like, debate and, like, confusion with the ASA at the moment of what, like, of declaring an affiliate link. And apparently they've told people that if it isn't you doing an affiliate link, on an Instagram story, you have to call it an ad.
2: What? So I've actually got... I've got the deets on this. Oh, yeah, I'm okay. okay.
0: so confused. Because <laughs> like, I have seen people do, like, you know, afflink or hashtag afflink or affiliate link yep. on their swipe ups. Um, I know somebody uh, that I'm good friends with got reported to the ASA for a swipe up really? for something she bought. Something she bought and she's being investigated. Like, yeah, <gasps> oh, I know. And, nuts because nuts.
2: and Because officially the ASA
0: is only guidelines. And no so, really. like,
2: whilst I definitely adhere to them, and lots of people do, because yeah. I think it's ethical, like, you, Absolutely. it's not a law, so okay. you, being investigated is a bit... Yeah,
0: like, it's know. crazy, they've asked for, like, I receipts know. of things to prove that she paid for it herself, and everything, it is crazy. That is naughty. I know, like, I know, and, and they, I think they said that you have to declare it as, an, if you're making money from it, you have to declare it as an ad, and they've, it, and it's... But, but that's not true, though. So, well, surely it's not
1: true. But then right. I've seen
0: them see. They have. It's, it's not an advert. It's no, so, exactly. But they're saying like, oh, if money is being made. Yeah, I I I've get seen that. discussion online about it with the ASA tweeting people directly, and there is so much confusion. That's why I saw um, Lydia Million had yeah. retweeted them and mm-hmm. being like, I'd really like to come in and discuss this with you because there is such a lack of clarity right now, yeah. and I really well, think. Well, it's around. such
1: a new. Job, isn't it? Yeah, no No, one. It's like we're making making up rules rules as we're going along.
0: and I feel like if there was like a stricter set of rules, it would just be so much easier, like for everyone to abide by. Diversity in the
2: rules. Like the Mm. first thing I said when I saw this ASA thing, I was like, "Everything is not an ad." Yeah, and why do we only have one hashtag for it? Really, like, but really, right? Okay, so (laughs) the four one (laughs) one is (laughs) apparently the ASA site says something different when they updated their policy last year. It, and this is still on the ISA website, only, you only have to put hashtag ad if all the content linked is to one brand and as it assumes a monetary relationship with that brand. So the best thing you can do is just put a disclaimer in your bio on Instagram mm. or in, or obviously a, a disclaimer if it is really like, let's say you've worked with New Look and everything you've linked is New Look, then you've already put hashtag ad. But yeah, you're just disclaiming it's hashtag ad, I think.
1: I don't know. Surely you can disclaim it without the hashtag, though. You can disclaim that... So, Chloe Helen Miles does it really well. Every time she puts an affiliate link on her story, she puts affiliate link. Yeah. Or this is an affiliate link, like, with the swipe up.
2: Yeah. Um, I wish there was an overhead
1: Instagram that um, would be so easy no, wouldn't it I mean, rather yeah. than it was like, like you know how the paid link. partnership yeah. so on stories and you could put this is an affiliate link like at the that top that would be, that really would be so easy
2: i don't have the option to do paid partnership for um for my i do loads of work with o2 yeah and i always have to put like a bunch of hashtags and ads and ads in every single instagram story and I'm yeah like, i'm so like, sorry gang
1: yeah <laughs> really... i know you just want to see the show do you feel like so i've Think the paid partnership is actually less obvious than when you put hashtag ad on something because I will scroll and I'll get to mm. the photo and I'll miss the paid partnership bit. Yeah, or that just I, me? Ca- I don't I notice know. It I
0: think it's really nice neat. professional. Yeah. yeah, I don't, don't know. It's obvious it.
2: as hashtag ad. Like I think it should be disclaimed, like yeah. on the thing. But I don't think it should be. I don't know. At least for me, I always had to when I started doing ads. It always had to be in the hashtag and the in the bio mm. not in the bio in the title of a youtube video and that always that really was, annoyed me
1: is that still a thing on youtube See, yeah, I
0: I was you told, yeah well I, I was told by an, a girl who's an, an agent she was like no you don't have to she's like as long as you disclaim it in the first line and yeah. saying that this 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 video is sponsored by so-and-so yeah. and i did that and i can't remember if i got any shit for it because i just wanted to test it out yeah but like, I, I i just don't want to blur the line and also yeah. i want to be honest to people i yeah. want i don't want people to get like it was a top shop haul
1: it was a top We've had this conversation so before. If you're promoting something that you don't, you're not proud of promoting, don't promote it. Yeah, yeah. Totally. It's that simple, isn't it? Yeah. if You're not and proud of
0: working everyone with a brand. Too. Like
2: yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. happy for people. And like my lot are really funny. Like on Instagram, they'd be like, "Yeah, get that money. Oh my god, Spotify, amazing spawn." <laughs> and like, yeah.
1: cheer
0: me on as I do. Spotify is
1: such a sick one. though. I know. Was I was really great. surprised on that. So good. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Such a great one. What would be your dream companies to work with? I've been so lucky this
1: year. I've had loads oh. of really good ones. Like O2, when you went to see the streets, I was just like, for fuck's sake, you're getting <laughs> paid cool. to go and see the streets. That is, is very cool. cool. Yeah. O2 is so dream. good.
2: I'm getting to work. I'm getting to do some work with Kanken. I think I can say this, because this will go up like mm. in a week or so. Um, and then I'm getting to... I've. I'm doing more with PayPal that goes up in two weeks' time. And oh, with...
0: cool. Yeah, there's I so much. PayPal. I know.
2: It's like I mean, I use PayPal stuff.
1: every single day. Yeah, I know. Bit, exactly. so, like, yeah.
2: check out with PayPal or card details. PayPal it's every It's so yeah. much yeah. easier. Like, we had a call yesterday, and they were like, have you got anything else to say? And I was just like, just want you to know that I do actually use PayPal, like, and have done for years and years yeah. and years. Mm-hmm. Because I think that's important for them to Know it's really authentic, mm. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But, the, like, but who doesn't
0: topic, use PayPal? No, yeah, no, exactly. Exactly, I know. <laughs> on the topic of doing like ads that are, I think some people can get flack for doing an ad for a brand that they wouldn't necessarily always work with. And I don't, I think if something is really wrong for you, mm-hmm. that's fine, but I still at the same time, I don't think there's anything wrong with trying a brand out or doing something new with someone no, that, definitely. Like, that you're a bit like, hey, I'm testing the waters too, and stuff because yeah. I think. If you always stick to the same kind of brands, yeah. you kind of end up being sort of like st- a little bit stuck. Yeah. But you've just you've got to know who you are and what you are. And, you know. I
1: finally said no to natural cycles this month. I finally got asked. I just like wanted to be asked so that I could say no, and I finally got asked. And I, I don't finally think said I've
2: no. Been asked to do a spawn more than I've been asked to do natural cycles, which is really? a shame because like I totally understand why they're doing i YouTube. think it's so fine
1: to do it as long as yeah. you do do it however i'm yeah. so gonna say this as well but i got asked to do it and i got asked to promote it the next day so there was no <laughs> chance yeah. to test it no chance to do anything literally just on to write, write something terrible. about it and promote it put a photo on instagram yeah and it was mm-hmm. it was a lot of money see yeah. that's
0: yeah they I, I worked with them before and i did i use it and i did get on with it until yeah. my period started going really fucking weird and i was like i can't do this anymore yeah and then it started getting a lot of criticism and i was like you know what like i do think it is a good thing but i don't think i i'm not sure if i completely agree with their ethics yeah. of promoting it i yeah. think you've got to change tactic here yeah and they yeah they kind of they came at me with quite a lot of money and i was there like i was just i just didn't i didn't want to do it i was like you know what and also was like it's not working for me anymore because yeah. my periods are too irregular i can't it's not. doesn't yeah. work so well for me yeah so. this is the thing I can't come off my pill but I know lots of people yeah that and I have a coil so
2: also yeah. I can't do it <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I know lots of people that do it that do it in a really like a really well thought out way that's mm-hmm. like they yeah, definitely. They don't say not, it works. They say I'm trying it and yeah, follow my yeah, journey. Yeah, and I think that sounds like what you did. Yeah, and, and really also good.
0: I had to do a blog post about it, and I, cause like about like, the features of the app, and one of the things that I actually did really like about it was you can like track your, you track your periods, and basically oh, I'm a, f- I'm a fucking grumpy bitch when I'm doing, I'm hungry, I get all these things, and it was kind of nice to understand exactly where I'm at and all my emotions, and I deal really badly with PMS and things like that, so I yeah. found it like, a lot easier to sort of digest the way I was feeling and, like, how I didn't want to leave the mm. house and, like, yeah. real deep lows, and mm. instead of, like, panic and think, like, oh, fuck, I'm actually, like, legitimately, seriously depressed, it was like, you're doing your period, you're yeah. fine, you're fine. Do like, you
2: Clue? Oh, my God. You don't know the app Clue? <laughs> like, oh! oh. Clue is incredible, and they work with influencers all the time, and they're just a really ethically amazing app. Um, they're an app where you can track your period, and oh, you can okay. put in every single symptom. You can t- you can put in also like the kind of contraception you're using, yeah. and it will give you little like. Hey, your PMS is due in one day. Be aware. See, <laughs> like,
1: this is what I need, and this it's such
2: is... a nice app as well.
0: Like it's okay. really well.
1: I'm just so lazy. I'm... I would not be asked to put <gasps> I'm... stuff. See, I love
0: it. your friends. So... Oh, oh can all so... See, I'm because I'm so interested in it all. Like I find like. <laughs> I, I like the whole thing, I'm so interested in mm-hmm. that's one thing I did like about natural cycles. So I did get quite a lot of information and I learned more about my body. Yeah. But that sounds great. I I'm feel like I need to. Definitely get just
1: to clarify, I'm not criticising everyone who's done natural cycles. <laughs> I just think that the fact that they asked me to do it the day after was
0: Yeah. They also insane. that's
2: all through agencies as well, and natural cycles uses a lot of different agencies. Yeah so like that isn't necessarily the app, that's whoever reached out to use. Who which is yeah. a bad job, exactly. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, they they vary distinctly like all the briefs I've had have varied mm. so much
1: from lots of different people. Yeah. Yeah.
2: What were we meant to be talking about in this podcast? Cuz I feel like oh, I've chanted so yeah. like 15 <laughs> times.
1: I was like anything, really anything I just wanted to know more about. You. We wanted to know more yeah. about you?
2: Oh, thanks
1: yeah. gang. Um I think we should probably briefly talk about Kate Spade though. Oh, oh god, yeah, no, I know we should. It's really like, sad. It's really so,
0: really sad. so sad.
1: Um, and yeah. I think it's a classic case of suicide within the fashion industry just being really sort of, I don't know, not taken depression within the fashion industry not being taken seriously again. Yeah. Because obviously it's not the first designer who
0: mm. no, has committed
1: suicide. There's been quite a number of designers now who have committed mm-hmm. suicide, mm-hmm. and it has to be a problem that's like definitely addressed within the industry. Yeah. Yeah. I always think of Alexander McQueen. Like yeah, that was well. yeah, yeah. yeah. And Did
2: then you see his exhibition at the v Oh, oh it's like, amazing! Wow, it was so beautiful, yeah, so, but I, so dark. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I just remember looking around and being like, "Wow."
1: You this, know when you get shivers down your because it's
2: beautiful, but also the the way in which maybe those really dark thoughts and like. The depression side is glamorized mm-hmm. within fashion mm-hmm. as being like edgy and yeah, like, and like
0: mysterious. Yeah, you know? and almost like oh, you should use it like you know use it and channel it for your creativity. It's like actually like is that still is is that healthy to rely <laughs> on something like that for your creativity? No. Yeah. No. Mm. It's hard. I think in you know it's the same thing. Obviously, with what like when you know people have been saying this a lot on Twitter when Avicii committed suicide and they were oh he was so talented and successful why would he do that and like people always think that but people like that don't understand that being talented and successful doesn't mean that you're not suffering from depression yeah I, mm-hmm. think I guess
1: it makes no difference and if anything the pressures of the talent and the success make it even more difficult because mm-hmm. yeah, then you totally. want- you always feel like you have no reason to be depressed. That's the hardest thing. It invalidates you. Yeah, yeah exactly. I think
0: that's one thing I had some, when, when I was on the pill and I was like crazy, crazy, crazy low. And, and like, I will say, I will say depressed for it, for a while on it. I remember saying my, my mom, she, she, like I love it to bits, but she didn't get it. And she was just there like, but Sophie, just like, you know, when you're feeling upset or a bit down, just think about how amazing your life is. And you've got this mm. and that. And then I was there like, and I, I, I would, I would try and do it. And then I break down being like i like why do i hate my life so much i've got all this like amazing stuff in my life and you just can't like it's people some people just don't understand yeah no i
2: can and especially like we're really lucky in this generation that there's way more conversation around it especially from people like um El sweatshirts just canceled all of his uk and europe tour which is due to mental health issues and he's come out and said Anxiety and depression are the reason I can't do this right mm. now. Mm. And his father died like three months ago. Oh my God. And so it's very like, it's honest and raw and really sad, but incredible that he is a man who suffers
1: mm. a lot, obviously a lot of toxic masculinity stuff. Oh,
2: yeah. Is able to come out and be like, this is the problem.
1: And I'm not going to do it because of yeah. That. Yeah. yeah, before I'm I myself. guess maybe people would have been almost forced into actually having to do it. Yeah, yeah. totally. And you see that with Avicii, don't you? Yeah. yeah he toured and toured and toured. Have you watched his
2: documentary? I haven't watched it yet. I haven't watched it. I've listened to a really interesting, I listened to this podcast called Popcast which is like a mm-hmm. uh, music, like popular music commentary yeah. done by the New York Times uh, music editors. Cool. And that's, they did a really interesting rundown. They bring on guests as well who yeah. have expertise in, in yeah. the areas that they're talking about. They did a really good one on Avicii
0: mm-hmm.
2: um, where they discuss a lot of his life and yeah it's just, it's really sad that he just had to do so much all the time. Mm. Yeah. I don't know how anyone goes on tour for the majority of a year.
1: Yeah. No, he must be absolutely exhausted and really lonely. Yeah, yeah. and with so a severe
2: lonely. health issue as well. Yeah. That yeah, he definitely. gave himself when yeah. on tour through alcohol consumption. Like, because yeah.
1: he had really bad anxiety and he dealt with it through alcohol, right? Yeah.
2: And um, then got more ill and then had to keep touring. Like, yeah. So sad. It I is
0: think that's so the sad. thing. People look, I think in, in the real high pressure job, when there are so many people relying on you and I think obviously with in fashion as well you've constantly got that schedule like to 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 work with and I think it's I guess it's interesting in fashion it kind of puts it back to how many like how many designers have stepped down from their positions because the demand of what they're having to create these days Mm. to compete and to actually stay relevant is so so much so much it's such a pressure. Like it doesn't. It doesn't surprise me. Like the people stepping down, and I mean, it does surprise me. Obviously, Kate's Spade committed suicide. I think that's so sad. But I just, you know, when you just have absolutely no idea, like who
1: knew? There's not been mm. anything about her being even vaguely depressed anywhere. If it's, if it's, if for us, I feel like it's sort of out of the blue. But obviously, it hasn't been I mean, out the blue. I'm mm. sure she's suffered mm. from depression for a really very long time. But on the outside, because we don't know anything about it and haven't known anything about it it's so like it's so shocking yeah definitely it's yes yeah, it's always going to be as well because i think a lot of the time
2: whilst depression still taboo suicidal thoughts are incredibly mm. taboo to talk about yeah so like yeah you're not gonna you might mention your you have depression in an interview but you've never mentioned yeah how low yeah. you
0: get absolutely yeah that's, that's true. so true and yeah. i think it's so i think if anyone like, is feeling like that it's so important to find someone that you know that you can talk to like so important i've had a friend go through it recently and she's been really struggling and i, I had no idea it was as bad she's the kind of person who like laugh it off mm, she'll yeah. make a comment and be like be like hi ah, god i just want to kill myself and i'll be like i started to realize that she was like that's her sense of humor it can be quite insensitive at times that's the kind of person she is and then i started to realize i was like Are you actually joking Or are you actually doing this As a bit of a cry for help And then I realised That she was in a really low place And I It's like You need to talk to me And call me whenever you need me And I'll listen to you And like She's gone to get help for it And I think it's just so important like important that you find that person And if you don't find that haven't got that person There are people you can talk to Yeah definitely
1: Which leads me on to This is really going back
0: But you went for private
1: therapy Lucy right? Yes I did Oh it's so, so funny that everyone Like now no, there's a video about this So <laughs> did I So I think that it's just Because like The having to wait for the NHS Is such a huge problem mm-hmm. Well that statistic
2: I saw The average wait is 89 to 111 days The average
1: If you're really depressed It's just not quick enough I know they can fast track you so if yeah, you go into a yeah. doctor's and you are literally because I know someone who this happened to he sat down and he was like I want to die yeah like they fast track you into yeah. therapy I know people who take but... themselves to
2: A&E because they're like just keep me here or I'm gonna kill myself yeah. like yeah. there's been you can get really really bad and they will help but I think the problem is like how do you quantify it with the NHS how do you say to them I'm on a scale from 1 to 10 I'm a 9 or I'm yeah, a yeah. 2 yeah and then also theoretically in a lot of places you only get six sessions yeah you um, do yeah, and then yeah. you will have to change your therapist find yeah. someone new it's yeah it's a lot it's such a shame that we don't have adequate mental health provision no absolutely but. not
0: it's just not it's something that just isn't really taken seriously I, I, well, no, no seriously i do think it, it is taken seriously i think it's just no i don't mean it's not taken seriously but i mean it's not taking it as seriously as it should be it's not the money isn't funded into it there's a lack of money and um, but it is something that i still think it the The strings are still run by people who probably grew up in a position where you, it's a stiff upper lip. You keep quiet about yeah, yeah. You don't talk about it. Whereas we're in this kind of generation where we are being more open. I don't. Th- 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 there's not the resources to deal with it. It's not. And people still think, oh, just cheer up and shit like yeah. that. And it's not about yeah. that it's like everything
1: I think it took me to get to a point where I like I had to collapse to be put in hospital, sort yeah. of thing and things like it has to get to the worst point before the NHS will do anything about it yeah totally and um it was the yeah, thing that I was really scared not of ideal I didn't want to go to
2: the doctors and be like I'm an alcoholic because that would have got me therapy faster mm-hmm. and I was aware of that it would have also got me into AA I went to AA um but yeah it would have got me in there but It still wouldn't have been the right kind of therapy, I don't think, at the time. Yeah. Because the problem wasn't that I had alcoholism, I don't think now.
1: Um, No, I I agree. It's the way that you like. I don't think I've got it. I guess it's, well, from my experience anyway, it's like the way that I used to deal with how I was feeling with alcohol. I just used to drink to the point of getting blacked, like blacking out so I didn't have to deal with the way that I felt. Yeah. Or, yeah. No, totally. And And I think that's just, it's a way of using alcohol as a coping mechanism rather than actually you know being an alcoholic like i would never sit and drink by myself it was when i went out with friends and then mm-hmm. i would get drunk to the point of like being blackout drunk
2: yeah no mine was well so theoretically as well like aa have loads of really helpful resources on their website mm. if you're worried about alcohol if you're struggling um there's really great stuff on there and um they kind of have basically the the i the like method through which they assess if you're an alcoholic is why are you googling this (laughs) like are you if you're actually that concerned about your drinking you should be stopping drinking yeah um is kind of the general message because we're not really it's very rare that you're the sort of person that gets up and has a drink before 11 a.m every day Mm. but that isn't what qualifies you as an alcoholic Mm. no like the qualification is pretty like uh dependent on the way you're perceiving alcohol yeah. and the way you perceive what's out of your own control. Okay. So it's it's really interesting. I yeah I benefited hugely from it, but realised quite quite fast that it wasn't necessarily for me at that time. Yeah. Yeah. And it works. It really works. So if you do genuinely have an alcohol problem, what well, AA, yeah, AA? Yeah. AA is one of the, definitely the most effective like solution. That's good to know. Yeah. No, they're incredible. Incredible organization there's 400 meetings in london 400 wow. that's, yeah that's there impressive. are lots of alcoholics in london who is it funded by <laughs> oh it's it's completely it charity no, no it? it's it's a charity i think it's a non-profit but um it's funded by members you can donate at the end of every session yeah but it generally people will leave the money in their will i think
0: okay but it doesn't oh, wow. really
2: need any funding it's all in like uh town halls churches yeah yeah, there's yeah. i guess there's no everyone organization who... no promotion yeah. It's meant to be completely anonymous. If you're in the public eye, no, you're not meant to say you're in AA. Yeah. Um. So, pretty much no one will mention it. Yeah. Even people like Russell Brand, he's just written a twelve-step program book. Yeah. Does not say at any point he's ever been to AA.
1: Yeah. That's interesting. Wow.
2: Yeah. You're not meant to, because just in case you slip up.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
2: It's hmm. so interesting. I could talk for days about it, but I'm not meant to. So. <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> I will <no>. stop. <laughs>
1: okay. Uh, and on that note, we'll wrap it up here. Thank you so much for joining us. You Lucy, Hi. you've been yeah. amazing.
2: This has been lovely. This is my favorite kind of work, where we just get to like actually do hang out. Yeah,
1: hang out and do fun stuff and talk and just talk shit. It's yeah, cool. exactly. Important <laughs> shit. Yeah, important shit, but shit.
0: Yeah, definitely. Uh, we'll be back next week with a new podcast. Any questions about anything? DM us and we will answer them and uh, I just say as
2: well you guys are one of my favourite podcasts to listen to uh, I listen to you every week
1: that's so nice you're one of the three. Oh my God, I feel I like we nice just chat shit no. <laughs>
2: no. <laughs> I love it it feels like I'm having a conversation with friends and I'm not even there oh. so.
1: That's, yeah, that's, good. that's so nice that's yeah. what people say and that's nice mm. that, was the, that was the plan right yes. that's, yeah it's yeah. the yeah. aim of the game
0: it is very good so, yes.
1: uh, cool okay see you later bye, bye. bye.